0: Welcome to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon, Jason Kong. Here with Dr. Mann, who's been in the Triangle for over 17 years as head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Good afternoon to you, Dr. Mann. How are you doing? Doing great. A week goes by fast in the summer, doesn't it? It does. It does. But um, you know, there's there's never shortage of things to do. No. Like as soon as we finish the show here, I got to get back home, and I've got uh, plenty of stuff that I need to check off the. The list here, bunny do list, right? Yes, <laughs> honey, do, it's uh, it's more like a scroll than, than a list <laughs> at, at my house. Uh, but never-ending scroll, yeah, yeah. never-ending. No, it just keeps going. Yeah. It just keeps going. Uh, well, uh, Doctor Man, we're talking about pediatric dentistry today, and uh, fun topic. I'm yeah. excited for this because uh, I've got a a one and a half year old at home, and he's he's got some teeth sticking out, and uh, I've been wondering, you know, when is it time for him to go to the
1: dentist? You know, that's a great question. We get a lot of you know our patients that ask that that are having children. Um, the American Dental Association recommends that you know you visit a dentist within six months after the first tooth comes in. So usually about a year, year and a half, we start seeing that is a good time to come in. And a lot of people say, wow, you know, my my one and a half year old is not going to sit there and let you clean his teeth. What's really not to, you know, to clean their teeth It's actually to just look at their teeth to make sure they don't have any decay and also to help uh, educate the parent on how to clean the teeth and some of the foods and things like that to eat. But, you know, as soon as that tooth comes in, as soon as it, erupts in into the environment is susceptible to decay. So we have to just make sure that those teeth aren't going to get decay and our goal is to educate the parents so that decay doesn't occur. You know, our goal in dentistry is prevention, prevention, prevention. And uh, an ounce of prevention in dentistry is worth a lot of gold in your pocket, saving money. You know? Yeah. So um, our goal is to start that healthy um, oil uh, habits early on. And so... That's why the American Dental Association recommends about a year, year and a half. You get your 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 permanent teeth. All, excuse me. You get all of your baby teeth by about about the age of three. Okay. So I tell people, you know, definitely don't wait longer than three years old. You know, a three year old for sure needs to come in and uh, start actually getting cleanings and evaluations.
0: So, well, that's that's good to know because uh, I'm. I, I got to get on that then. I need to, I need to, as yeah. soon as we get out
1: of here this week, I'm going to go ahead
0: and, you can and, and them. You bring them over and take a look at them. All right. Well, yeah. I'll take you up on that. Um, well, you know, it's, uh, it's funny because, you know, you spend your whole life brushing your teeth and then once you have a kid, you, you have to brush someone else's teeth for a while and you're not quite used to doing that and you don't know if you're doing it right. But so what, what can parents do to help decrease the risk of decay in toddlers?
1: Yeah. And that's what basically the decreasing the risk of the decay is what, what's you're trying to, to mm-hmm. get. I mean, uh, toddlers aren't gonna get too much periodontal disease, um, things like that that we talked about before on our show. Their biggest thing is decay. And decay starts with plaque buildup, so reducing the plaque buildup. But I will say um, the decay that we see is diet, diet, diet in you know, in, in young young kids, toddlers and in younger kids. Um, you just have to make sure you decrease the amount of sugar intake. In their diets, a lot of parents don't realize how much hidden sugars there are in food, whether it's baby food, whatever it may be. You just got to make sure that you lower that intake. Yeah, your child might like applesauce, and that's his favorite thing. But if you feed them applesauce over and over and over again, and and that's predominantly what they're eating, and they're not getting any other non-sugared things like carrots or peas and things like that, you're you're setting your 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 child up for uh, decay later on. And um, you know, I always tell people fruit, which is, is good for you, you really have to limit your fruit intake um in, in a in a child. They may like bananas and, and you know, the the, the uh, applesauce, the pears and things like that. Um but they are they are high in sugar and some some of these um even have added sugars and trying to get your baby addicted early to that sugar, you know. <laughs> so um um the other thing I always tell is um make sure that you're not letting your child sip on sugary drinks, okay? If a child wants to sip on something, have them ch- sip on water. But if they want to drink something, it's okay to have them drink milk or even some watered-down juice. Um, but don't give them a sippy cup with milk or water in it. It's a bad habit. It um, Even milk has sugars in it. Um, you definitely don't want to put them to bed with any bottles, because that's your bottle decay i'm sure you've heard of that but um decay can occur by putting your child to bed with a bottle and and letting them just sip on it so that they go to sleep it's called bottle decay and even if it's milk especially juice it still has sugar and then that plaque builds up and then of course the decay occurs so gotta watch out for things like um fruit juice that has added sugars kool-aid's Capri Suns, any of those things, I would steer clear of because, believe it or not, drinks. And, and of course, I didn't mention sodas, which right. I'm assuming most people know that, but there's a lot of people that don't. <laughs> but sodas, don't get them started on those early. I don't even let them uh, take take you know a little sip because they're going to love it and they're going to want it and they're going to keep you know wanting it. And especially as they age, mm-hmm. um, you're just forming a habit that's going to set them up for for decay. Years of decay. I still see it in my practice. Oh, I started drinking, you know, Coke and then went to Diet Coke and, you know, know, all their teeth are crowned. So um, try to avoid those. Those are the biggest thing. Start brushing as early as you can. I always tell people to start brushing with one of those little finger um, Mm -hmm. cloths um, as early as you can because that is um, setting up. First of all, it's decreasing the bacteria. In the mouth, because you can't get plaque on your gums too, even if you don't have teeth. But the baby is being trained to allow you to brush their teeth, and they're used to something in their mouth. So I always say those two are the, probably the biggest and important things that a parent can do to help decrease decay. And set up a good good whole yeah. hygiene habit. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, w- what about brushing patterns uh, twice a day? Yes, still start twice a early? day. I would mm-hmm. do twice a day with the with the toddler or baby. Um, set up the habit that that you want as they get older. If you do that habit, they're going to get used to it. Make sure you're doing it for two minutes as they get older. When they're toddlers, you probably don't have to, oh, excuse me, when they're babies, you probably don't have to do it for two minutes, but um, because they don't have as many teeth. But once they get a full set of teeth by two and a half, three years old, you want to make sure you're setting a timer and then they're brushing those teeth for two minutes. Okay. And then follow up, especially in the two, four, five year range, even with boys, sometimes seven or eight, depending on how, you know, how um mature they are but you want to follow up to make sure that they're hitting all brushing all that plaque away on all the teeth So a lot of times i'll go in and just brush the front teeth and leave the back ones alone or yeah. vice versa so i always just tell parents make sure you're following up because i see it all the time parents are like well he brushes for two minutes and then they come in and they have decay they're just missing. They're not brushing correctly, right? So that's
0: the key. Uh, you you got to be doing it right. You can't just be, as you said, just doing the front teeth and yeah. missing everything else. That's, and that's boys not are get the
1: very job very good at that.
0: <laughs> not that I would. Not no. that not, I. You know. Yeah. Not, not that, that I ever did that when I. Yeah. Would. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> brushing your teeth. Yeah. I know, sure. Yeah. From experience. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, we will continue our conversation here on pediatric pediatric dentistry with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, and we'll uh, fire through some more questions here, and we'll get. some some answers from the expert Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. We'll do that here on Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, and we're talking all about pediatric dentistry today. And Dr. Mann, um I'm interested in uh, in more about the experience uh, for for your children when you're bringing them in to the uh, the dentist for the first time and we've we've gone over when when is a good time to set up that first appointment but what about x-rays How, how does that
1: apply to toddlers in pediatric dentistry Good question know, yeah. we have a lot of parents who you know kind of balk at x-rays early on and I don't really blame them i I think that you know before the age of three or four x-rays are kind of unnecessary unless a a child is having a problem but i would recommend that bite wings which are the type of x-rays that we take to see between the teeth to see decay between the teeth be taken by three to four years of age i had a um a girl in uh yesterday or day before she had a bad gag reflex and we couldn't get x-rays up until this year and she's six now and she had about four or five cavities once we were able to get those x-rays. And they were on the deeper side because we couldn't get that x-ray, you know, early on. And if we'd have been able to get that x-ray early on, we could have we could have taken care of them in the smaller stage. So they were a little deeper, a little bit more involved, more expensive to fill. So it is it is wise because, you know, I always tell you know, most uh, families that a child doesn't have the dexterity to, to clean their teeth, okay? Um, and so uh, – in our everyday lives, we get busy and sometimes we miss, you know, brushing their teeth like we should. Um, Some will get decay, some won't, you know, depending on their diet. Um, If you have grandparents that are nearby, like mine do, that fill them full of sugar and then hand them back, um, you will see decay. It's not, it's not unusual to see decay. The highest decay rate is in from the ages of three up until the teenage years. Then after that, we see it decrease significantly. But um, x-rays will help us catch decay in the early stage, which means a smaller filling. Um, and at a, you know at around age six or seven, we actually take a panoramic x-ray, um, which is basically an x-ray that goes all the way around the skull. Mm-hmm. It actually looks for any um, cysts in the jaws that may have developed. Um, we call them otodonic cysts, which could occur while the tooth, uh, permanent teeth are developing, but it'll allow us also at around six because most of them have all their permanent buds. It'll allow us to look and see if they're missing any permanent teeth, which would you know change the game plan a little bit of orthodontics and things like that. But um, um, those are the two prominent uh, X-rays that we tend to take early on. Um, panoramic X-ray is taken once every five years. Bite wings are taken once every year, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and it's those are the two predominant ones that we take but um three to four for for um, bite wings six years to seven years for the for the panoramic x-ray
0: gotcha and you mentioned last segment that children typically get their full set of baby teeth around mm-hmm. three years old when, when do they start getting the permanent teeth coming in
1: yeah and that's a good question too because permanent teeth are the ones you don't get a second chance that's on. right you yeah. know those the, the baby teeth always say you do get a second chance on Uh, because you're getting the permanent teeth in Um, you start getting your permanent teeth on average at around six you know it can be up to age eight but um your first permanent teeth are of course your your front teeth that you lose first and then you have your first permanent molars come in behind your actual baby molars and that's we call it your six-year molar because we tend to see it around age six, but it's it's really called your first molar, permanent molar. Um, and at six years old, we see those. Those to prevent decay because they have deep grooves. We like to put sealants on on those as soon as they come in completely. Um, and we can get sealants on them. And that really reduces the amount of decay that we see because the grooves of teeth on the chewing surface, if you rub your tongue, you can fill those grooves. Those hold bacteria um, more significantly in food, more significantly than your front teeth. So if we can get sealants in those grooves, it keeps the bacterial levels down and it keeps the decay rate down.
0: Well, that's great. You know, that's, that's as you said, the key to keeping things to, healthy to avoid that decay. Yes,
1: and that's our goal. You know, and another thing, you know, when a child comes in, okay, um, and they're getting their teeth clean, which hopefully by age of three, they're starting to come in, you know, we are doing preventative things. Like, we're putting on fluoride um, varnish that's going to prevent their decay rate. Um, we're putting... Um, we're getting and working with them and showing them by, by using disclosing solutions to show them plaque on their teeth. We have a microscope in our office that we use to show the bacteria to them. So we scrape the plaque off and put it up under a microscope and put it up on a screen so they can see it all swimming around, you know. Freaks some of the little girls out and boys, too. But it is we, we try to, you know, promote, hey, these are sugar bugs in your mouth mm-hmm. that will cause holes in your teeth. And if you brush your teeth. Really good. You'll keep those sugar bugs away. But if you don't, you know, you will get holes in your on in your teeth.
0: That's great because so. if you can visualize, you know, a- absolutely. what you're doing yeah. when you brush your teeth, that that probably helps yeah. the children out a lot. Yeah. So and, and, and it's a big doing.
1: screen and it looks like little snakes swimming all across <laughs> the spot. You know, we have spirochetes and. Rods jumping all around. It's, it's pretty neat to show them. I,
0: I bet so. that's pretty effective. I bet that's pretty yeah. effective. Well, Dr. Mann, we've talked about uh, on previous programs, uh, the Healthy Start program. Yes. And how does that apply to pediatric dentistry?
1: Well, the other thing we look at when, when uh, children come into our, our office, because um, we're one of the only uh, few in, in, in the triangle that does Healthy Start, is we look at the airway. The airway is a very important part of, um, of, the, of our evaluation because if a child is having problems sleeping, um, if they're snoring, if they're grinding their teeth, if they're breathing through their mouth, um, if they're bedwetting um, after they should be already trained to not to wet the bed, if they're having difficulty spe- uh, with speech, difficulty concentrating in school, these are signs that they're having sleep um, disordered breathing problems. So we, we have a program in our um, dental office. It's called Healthy Start. And basically, it's a series of um, mouthpieces that they wear that will a, help correct their disordered breathing, but more importantly, it helps to develop their jaw so that they have enough room for their teeth and so that their teeth will come in straight. And so that's really a nutshell what Healthy Start is. And that's very, very important because if you have disordered breathing, like such as breathing through the mouth or tongue thrusting, things like that, that are occurring because you have big tonsils, you will affect your skeletal profile, okay? It will narrow your profile and also will narrow your airway which long-term can affect how much oxygen you get into your lungs. Um, the other thing that we recommend, um, habits. Um, the other habit we didn't talk about is sucking the thumb, which, you know, I don't know if your baby has a passy yeah, uh, yeah, but
0: No, thankfully, he, uh, he,
1: he doesn't, doesn't really take perfect, the Perfect, perfect. Yep. And that's, that's good. But um, we recommend that that habit be broken by a year and a half now. It used to be three years of age, but we've changed that with research um, to a year and a half. So if they're sucking their thumb, or if they're uh, using a passy, then um, we want it to stop by a year and a half. If I recommend that you start using a passy because you can take it away. Yeah. If you see your son, uh, uh, son or daughter, sucking their thumb as a baby, take that thumb out and give them a passy because you can take that passy away. You can't cut off the thumb and it's going to be there. Have eight-year-olds still sucking their thumb? Oh, man. In my practice, so we're still trying to get to stop. Yeah. And we've tried a lot of things. Some of them aren't very comfortable. Um but the unfortunate thing is it really will damage the skeletal profile.
0: Yeah, that's uh, there can be some serious consequences to serious, what you think yes. is a pretty innocent act. Yes. So that's uh, that's that's some great advice and if you missed our program on uh, on Healthy Start, you can head over to wptf.com, head over to the Teeth Talk section and you can find the full archive there and that uh, that program we did on Healthy Start was one of our most popular ones, so I highly encourage anyone if you want to find out more about that, head on over to wptf.com. And if you want to set up an appointment with Dr. Mann, you can do so by calling 919 919- 462 9338. That's 919 462 9338. A quick break and back. Stick around. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680, WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF, this is Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, I'm Jason Kong, alongside Dr. Mann here, and if uh, you want to get a hold of Dr. Mann, set up an appointment, you can do so by calling 919-462-9338 or visiting Smile Mann, that's man with two nscom SmileMan.com. and we're talking all about pediatric dentistry here this afternoon, and Dr. Mann, um, you know, I've... I've I need to set up an appointment for my son, he's about a year and a half and it's time to get him in there. But man, I am I am worried because he's uh, he's kind of shy and you know, I'm worried that he's going to have uh, you know, a, a, he might be scared going into the dentist Absolutely, for the first time. Yes. So, do you have any tips for me what what can I do to help alleviate some of that stress? Yeah,
1: it's a great question because it is I mean, if you're if you put yourself in a child's shoes, going to the any doctor is, yeah. is, is is not fun and a lot of them associate it with the pediatric pediatrician getting Mm. shots and things like that so it can be a scary time for them um so i always recommended that uh the first time you bring your child in you bring them when you're getting your teeth done Uh not for their first visit yeah okay um they get to see you sit in the chair get your teeth clean in a comfortable environment um and uh see that it's not you know, anything that's going to harm them and that, you know, that you like it and that you're relaxed. And then I encourage the patient to talk positively. Oh, my teeth feel really good. They feel nice and clean. All the sugar bugs are gone in front of them. And then that will set up a, a positive environment th- for their first visit. Um, if, you, if, if you're if you very scared of the dentist, I would recommend that you have someone else bring. The child in for the first time because they can really pick up on that, um, and if he, if it just scares you to walk through um, the dental office to get your teeth clean or you're very anxious, they will pick up on that, and they will also be anxious at their first appointment. So, if you know you are, I would get either you know th- your spouse and or a grandparent that's not to bring them in for the first time. Um, that's the first thing. Um, I always tell people to schedule their children in the morning um, um, when they're not tired. We see a lot of um, kids come in, you know, um, after school. And, and those that come in in the morning tend to do better um, because they're not tired. They're a little bit more cooperative in the morning, especially young toddlers. So um, we have early morning hours in our practice, 7 a.m. We also have late hours, but um, we can get them in pretty early. I know a lot of uh, uh Parents with with children like myself had to wake up early, and they like those early morning appointments. And so we tend to um, cater to to those early morning appointments with with parents. Um, the other thing is, you want to stay positive. Um, that's the main thing. Remember, we talked about this earlier. Kids have ears. Mm-hmm. If you are talking negatively about negatively about your dental appointment, and they're three, four, or five years old, they will pick up on it. Okay, and they will hear it, and then they're gonna assume that going to the dentist is is a bad thing. Um, If you have a toothache at home, try to, you know, God, I can't believe I have to go to the dentist now. I hate going to the dentist for toothaches. You know, those type of things will will cause um, the child to pick up a fear and not want to go because, hey, they want to be like mom and dad, and that's where they learn. Um, So I'd stay more positive. You know, I would say things like, you know, my dentist helps keep my teeth healthy and clean. They feel so good. Um and And, you know, just keep that anxiety to yourself if you have some while you're at that first visit. So when you bring your kid in, most parents are anxious a little bit about, hey, I hope they don't have cavities, you know, or I hope their you know smiles perfect or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're a little bit anxious. Try to keep that to yourself um, because toddlers will pick up on it pretty quickly. Um, um, the other thing is never, you know I have a I, I don't believe you should bribe your child into coming to the dentist's office. You know, I, I'm not a big fan of saying, hey, I'll pay you $20 if you come to the dental office or, or whatever it may be. You're kind of setting them up um, as, hey, the dental office is just a place to go to be rewarded. Really, the dental office is a place or even even a medical office is, go, is a place to go to get treated for, you know, a condition. You know, you want to keep a healthy mouth. You're, we're cleaning off the disease of your teeth. Um, and, uh, you know, I'd be very careful, too, about using it as a punishment. You know, if you if you don't tell them, you know, straighten up, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a dental appointment for you. You know, uh, things like that could really cause um, anxiety or create anxiety in young children, or children. Even I've seen it in children who have been really good their first two or three visits; they become anxious by what their parents have said, and they've actually shared that with me that you know, oh, my dentist hurt me, or whatever it was. So, uh, try to keep those to yourself. And it'll it'll make for a very easy uh, first appointment.
0: That's some great advice because those are a lot of things that you don't think about at top of mind when uh, when you're setting up these first appointments here or you know even for the first few years. But uh, you're exactly right that uh, you got to be careful about what you say because they'll they'll pick up on that.
1: Pick up on it. It's amazing they have ears in the back in front. Yeah, side, everywhere. You know? <laughs> All around.
0: You, you wouldn't even, you wouldn't think yeah. about it. Well, uh, we we've got uh, just uh, just enough time here for maybe one more question, Doctor Man. But uh, you know we we hear about baby teeth and we were talking about permanent teeth and you know I think some people can fall into this mindset that, you know, the baby teeth aren't really as important because it's it's the mm-hmm. permanent teeth that you got to worry about. Is there any truth to that?
1: There really isn't. I mean, uh, decay is decay. And so if if you don't take care of the baby teeth, you're increasing the risk for decay in the permanent teeth. Um, bacteria, if, In your mouth the flora in your mouth is what causes decay so if you ignore the baby teeth as soon as those permanent teeth start coming in they're more highly susceptible to decay than someone who's taking care of their baby teeth the other thing you have to worry about is you start um, losing baby teeth you have to pull them because Mm -hmm. they get infected then you, you you also lose space your permanent teeth will actually move towards the front of your mouth as that space closes in so if you think about it, um, your back molars, your baby molars, you don't lose those two normally you're 10 years old. But your permanent molars come in at age six. So let's just say you decided, hey, I'm not going to go to the dentist at all. You got deep decay in one of those uh, baby molars, and we had to take them out. That six-year molar, if we don't put some, something called a space maintainer in, will drift towards the front mm-hmm. of the mouth. You lose space. It's harder to, um, when you have to have orthodontics. So it's very, very important um, to keep your teeth clean. It also is very important because you're, you're starting something in, a, in your child that's a lifelong habit. And if you ignore it for the first, you know, six, eight, ten years or whatever it may be, you're creating that uh, uh, habit of ignoring my teeth. They're not important, and it can be very costly later in life. Yeah, yeah,
0: you're exactly right. Well, we are just about out of time. I want to remind everyone listening that if you want to schedule an appointment with Dr. Mann, you can do so by calling 919-462-9338, 919 919-462. Four six two nine three three eight. Dr. Mann has two offices in the triangle, one in on um, in Cary on East Chatham Street, the other in Garner off of Highway 70. And you're available online at smileman.com and you can email Dr. Man as well. Dr. Man D-R-M-A-N-N at Smile Man. Dot com. Smile man with uh, two N's there at the end. And Dr. Man, what, what do we have on tap for next week?
1: Well, next week we're going to have Erin. She, uh, she's coming in and uh, she's my hygienist. If she doesn't cancel on us again, she's done that once already. <laughs> but she's going to be talking about the role of a hygienist and the importance they play in keeping the oil uh, health of, of patients that come into our practice, um, so it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Excellent. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, we'll hold her feet to the fire this time. So we'll uh, we'll, we'll make sure that hold, she gets yeah, I gotta too. hold it to the fire. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she's newly married. I can't. You know, she's she's so busy right now, and I'm like, oh, you got it. You got to come in. Uh, our our listeners want to hear about your role and and because uh, the hygienist really sees their patients more than than we do so. that's
0: right yeah yeah they yeah. do uh, they do a lot of great work so uh, i'm
1: excited to have her on and uh, any parting words before we head out parting words uh you know make sure you uh you know your day will go the way your corners of your mouth turn so make sure you turn them up and smile every day Excellent. Dr. Mann, thank you so much for a wonderful
0: program today. I want to remind everyone WPTF.com is the place to go to hear uh, this episode as well as previous episodes of Tea Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. We are out of time for today. Thank you so much for listening. We'll hope you'll do it again next week. This is News Radio 680 WPTF.